This is the Way. And I'm Steve Lascauzo, one of the hosts of the This is the Way podcast on The Mandalorian. My co-hosts are still in Carbon Freeze, but I'm here because there's a new trailer. The Season 2 trailer for The Mandalorian is out. It's here. Let's talk about it. So, there's a lot to talk about. First, if you have any feedback for us, please continue to send it to us. This is the way podcast at gmail.com. And uh, let the guys know that you miss them too, just like I do, and you'd like to see them back. But it's been a while. Um, it's been a while since I've talked to you guys. It's been since April 24th, I think, was the last posted podcast where I talked about the season um, season one episode eight recap. Uh, since then, there has been a lot of stuff coming out, uh, new actors, directors, the schedule, um, uh, and actually a series on Disney Plus called The Mandalorian Gallery, where it, it had eight episodes of its own um, to talk about, and I'd love to do a podcast on that, directing. Um, it talked to, they talked to the season one director's legacy, it talked about the impact of George Lucas, and there was some interesting stuff from... Dave Filoni in there about the Jedi and and how they fit into the universe. The cast, uh, Pedro, Gina, and Carl, all sitting around a round table talking uh, about what it was like to play characters in this universe. Uh, the technology, how they're gone far beyond green screens now, and and it's like a whole room screen. It's really cool what they're doing. Um, they talked about practical effects and the old school filmmaking and the process, the page to screen, the score from Ludwig Gorenson, who's just done a phenomenal job. And then connections uh, between um, all of the different Star Wars properties and, and how everything fits together um, and how it fit together in season one for just a, a, an amazing series. So I highly recommend The Mandalorian Gallery um, if you haven't watched it yet. Do so before you um, before you start to watch season two. Maybe after a rewatch of season one, um, which I may be doing here soon, because season two debuts on October thirtieth, twenty twenty. Can you believe it? It's almost here right now as I'm recording this. It's September, mid September, and uh, there are eight episodes coming, I believe. And we have a mix of new and old directors. John Favreau is actually going to be behind the camera for to direct um, this this season. Dave Filoni is back. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is back. She um, she did the, the 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 episode four on Sor the one on Sorgan. Rick Famuyiwa, I think he did two different episodes. Um, he's back. Um, Carl Weathers, the actor, is going to actually direct. And then we got two new directors, Peyton Reed and Robert R Rodriguez. And I don't mean new, because Robert Rodriguez has done some amazing movies. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that one. I, I gotta imagine there's a lot of blaster fights in that, um, based on his earlier work. Um, but, you know, there, there are some directors that are not returning, and that's okay. Um... And, and we do have a little a, a couple of new ones. So I'm really excited to see. And we'll talk more about that um, to come. But for now, uh, just really excited to see what those directors might um, have for us in Season 2. And now we get to talk about what we've seen. This is the way. 
This is the way. This is the way. So the season two trailer is out, and it starts with a... The opening is a planet uh, orbit. We're in a planet orbit, and then there's a planet rising in the distance. And the razor crest comes from behind us, revealing the back hatch flapping open. I'm not sure how it does that in space, of course, but you know, there's sparks flying off the engine. It doesn't look good for the razor crest right now. And then it cuts to a title card and some some throat singing. Now, in Jedi Fallen Order, it's a game that has come out um, in in the last year. There was a song called Sugan Esena by The Who, which is a Mongolian band. It's it's They're not singing in Mongolian in, in that song. Uh, it, they made up a language for the Star Wars universe. And now that may not be The Who in this trailer, but it's likely a, an influence on Goranson because he does take a lot. I mean, remember, he like put a, a didgeridoo or... I don't know. He's he's got a lot of different weird sounds in in and at first when you first heard the music to the Mandalorian last year, I was like, uh, I don't know about this. But then you see it in action, and you're like, oh my gosh, this fits so well. And it's, I mean, now it's a phone ringer for me. I mean, it's you find yourself humming the the theme. It's it just works so well, and I like that he's taking influences. Maybe it's not a intentional music cue here, um, but that throat singing definitely does tie into some of the other stuff in the Star Wars universe. Like I said, the that that game, a lot of people did play that game. Maybe Louis Gorenson played the game and he liked it and, and wanted to incorporate it, or maybe that's a cue for us. Like I said, um, we'll have to wait and see um, to, to see if there's something to that. But it definitely does put you in a mood um and finally you know we start to see din Jaren and the child in the pram and they walk into view from the shadows on a planet it's got lights on the horizon there's tower-like objects and there's dialogue from the armor in the season one episode eight that's playing um where she's talking about um you know how you've gotta you gotta get this child back to its its own kind and uh, Jaren and the child walk into a square, and we're going to see that square a little bit later. Um, there's streetlights and graffiti on the walls. Uh, we're going to see that later in the in the trailer, but for now, it's it's just a cool. It, it's it sets the mood a little bit. Um, you know, not quite a gritty underbelly because we don't see anyone else in the shadows or anything. We just see Jaren and the child walking through the town, but. There's been speculation on it. Is this Lothal, perhaps, um, from uh, Star Wars Rebels? Um, it, it would be cool to see. It, it, is this a new planet? Is this a different part of Tatooine? Uh, is this part of Navarro that we haven't seen yet? Um, it, it, it could be anything. There's nothing that, that clearly says to us where um, this planet is. You must reunite it with its own kind. Dialogue is continuing under what we're seeing um and we're seeing tatooine it's got to be tatooine right because there's a tuscan raider on a bantha it watches as a ship is flying over a canyon um the then we see the razor crest descending to an ice planet is this hoth is this ilum is this a new planet we don't know um uh, of course i didn't say this is this star killer base because uh, Ilum is Starkiller based. That's something we found out in some of different um, Star Wars mediums. Uh, maybe comic book, uh, the the video game um, 
the Jedi Fallen Order that I just mentioned, I think uh, establishes that the Empire turned Ilum into Starkiller Base, um, or, or it mined it, and then later the First Order turned it into Starkiller Base. So this could be a new planet, though. Uh, or you know, I, I personally think maybe it's Hoth because I, I just think that Favreau is probably more likely to go back to some of the old original Star Wars first and and then start to tie in some other stuff. It's it could be it could be the first planet that he's on in the in season 1 episode 1 of The Mandalorian. That is also an ice planet. So who knows? Um, now that one was on a frozen ice planet or frozen water ice planet of course because of uh, something we later see in uh, season 1 episode 1. But, uh, it, you know, it could be a different part of the planet. Uh, anyway, the child, we see him on the snow. The Mandalorian crouches down next to him. And the dialogue, again, it's continuing. And then she gets to a point where she starts talking about the battles between Mandalore the Great and a race of sorcerers called the Jedi. And and that was from Season 1, Episode 8. In that point, we see Din and the child, Din Jaren and the child, on a barge on a water planet. Then when she says, you know, the race of sorcerers called the Jedi. Now, we don't know who she's playing, but Sasha Banks, the WWE star, a new actor playing a new character to the series. Is she a Jedi? Does she have force powers? We don't know. She's in a black cloak like a Jedi. As the armorer is talking about the race of sorcerers called the Jedi, she's not in makeup. Uh, we know that Rosario Dawson is also cast, and there's been rumors that she's supposed to play Ahsoka Tano, but who knows who these characters are? They could just be, you know, Sasha Banks and, and Dawson could be playing characters from the Rebels. Like, uh, somebody speculated that uh, maybe Sasha Banks is playing Sabine Wren from the Rebels series. Uh, she is actually a Mandalorian. We just don't know, and it's it's uh, you know the, Jaren's line is a is about delivering the child to a race of enemy sorcerers. It, it plays over Banks' character disappearing from view on the barge behind a, a crowd that's walking. So we don't know if this is a lot. Of, you know, this could just be a misdirect. This could be just establishing that someone is watching the Mandalorian. Someone is watching Din Jaren. And we may we may never see who it is in Star Wars: The Clone Wars series, the 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 re-released or the new episodes that that came out this year, uh, earlier this this year in 2020. There are a couple of scenes of Mandalorians watching uh, Ahsoka Tano, and they're just they're just watching her. They but they never interact with her. And so it could be something like that. I, there, there might not be much to this character. We may be just seeing a setup for a later date, um, or maybe that's specifically why the Mandalorian is, is travel has traveled to that planet to meet uh, with Sasha Banks' character, and maybe Rosario Dot. Maybe she takes ferries her to um, Rosario Dawson. Maybe that planet, that that ocean planet, is Mancala. Uh, there are some Quarrens on the bridge, and there are some Moncala, uh, Calamari, Moncalamari uh, aliens on the barge. Maybe it's Camino. 
Um, since it's a water planet, you know, Moncala and corn species might uh, might be anywhere. They might have traveled to Camino. Caminoans are from the movies. We we learn are are isolationists, but maybe that's where they live on those. Um, you know, those they they live on basically cities above the ocean, on pillars above the ocean. So maybe the Moncala and the corns that live uh, elsewhere you know, don't interact too much with the Camino. And so maybe it is Camino. Uh, we, you know, we do have a tie-in from season one with the scientist having that patch on his shoulder, the, the cloning patch on his shoulder. Uh, it could be Camino that we're seeing here. Um, and that's going to be exciting to find out. Then after uh, Jaren's line, he said, uh, she, the armor says, this is the way. We see a couple more shots of the barge on the water planet. And then we go to space. The Razor Crest is flying. And we see an X-Wing come in and unlock its S-foils. And then the next scene is we see the X-Wings giving chase in the clouds on some planet. Uh, there's some ominous music. Uh, there's a key change that's just a little bit off. There, there's a, I, I think it's a portion of the Force theme as Jaren is riding a, a speeder bike. He... And it goes da 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 da, da which kind of is reminiscent to me of da 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 da. So maybe that's a lot. I apologize for the uh, for the for the singing there, but uh, you know, it, 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 maybe it's a different music cue, and I'm just reading into that, but. There, there was a little bit of, of that force theme, um, I think. Um, just Like I said, just a little off-key from, from what we're used to hearing. Uh, then we see Dune, Cara Dune and Grief Karga coming out of, of a town on Navarro. So we actually get to see them uh, in, in this trailer. Um, TIE Fighters, their wings are folding out and they're lifting off maybe also from Navarro. I remember the last time... We saw a TIE fighter do that. I think it was the other way around. It was the, the wings were folding up as uh, Grand, Mar Grand Moff or Giancarlo Espido Esposito's character is coming in, um, you know, in season one, episode seven. Um, he, he comes in into town and, and, and his TIE fighter folds the wings down. This is a scene of the fo wings folding out. The Imperial Naval Klaxon goes off. Uh, that we've heard in, in several different Star Wars movies, uh, including um, Rogue One, which I'll mention a little bit later. And then stormtroopers are rushing down a bulkhead. Scout troopers drive speeders off a cliff. And then this is where it reminded me of Rogue One. It reminded me, this, this drive off the cliff into this canyon reminded me of the planet Edu, which is where, it, when it was raining uh, in Rogue One, they went to assassinate... Um, Galen Urso, and of course uh, Jin Urso wanted to 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 save her father there, um, and uh, of course he died on the on the platform, um, you know. But it it did. I I don't know if Star Wars wants to mess with that property, <laughs> so it might you know maybe Udo Edu we're supposed to understand is always raining. I, I'm not sure if that's the case. Uh, so maybe this planet never it never rains because we don't see it raining. I don't know how Star Wars would handle that. 
And maybe, like I said, maybe it has nothing to do with that planet. But I just think it would be really cool. And remember, this comes after Return of the Jedi. This series comes after Return of the Jedi. So it's quite possible that he could be going to Edu for some reason. You know, like, oh, we heard uh, that the Imperial Imperials have a, an old site uh, on this planet Edu, And maybe he's going there for some reason. I, I don't know. Maybe he's got a job to do. Or maybe... Uh, you know, he maybe he's going to rescue the child because we don't see the child with him in the next couple of scenes. Uh, the Mandalorian surfaces from the water under a grate of some kind somewhere. Maybe, maybe this is Edu again, and and that's water runoff, and he's underneath a grate. Uh, it cuts to him leaping off a cliff with his jetpack, and it looks like it's the same planet, same place as the stormtroopers. Again, no child in sight. So maybe he's chasing after. Maybe the child gets captured and he's chasing after the stormtroopers. Um, This could be the final episode of the season. Um, There were scenes uh, in the the first two trailers, the teaser and the season one trailer, that we didn't see for quite some time. And we kept wondering on our recaps, like, when are we going to see this scene? When are we going to see meet this character? When are we going to hear about this? And uh, and they held it until season uh, season one, episode seven or eight. So maybe that's what's going to happen here. Um, then we get a line. It says, uh, you know, this is no place for a child. Now, again, thematically, we're watching this trailer and there's no child at this point. And now this line comes in from this char- new character, Gore Koresh, where it says, you know, this is no place for a child. We're back on the, the planet that I mentioned before, that's got the street lights and the graffiti on the walls, and the Mandalorian shoots at a light, or it looks like he's shooting a light. Maybe he's trying to shoot at the at this uh, rope that an oddly shaped alien is hanging by its feet from a rope on a street light. Uh, again, we don't, we have no idea of the context of this scene, um, but at we know at that point we. Earlier in the trailer, we saw the child was with him. So the child's with him, and uh, he says, "Where the Jaren says the line that's playing over all these scenes is wherever I go, he goes.' Kind of like a, my buddy and me, <laughs> the the toy from the '80s and or maybe even '90s. My buddy and me, where wherever I go, he goes. I gotta believe that. That I gotta believe." That Favreau snuck that in there. There's, it's. I know. Obviously, people have said this is the way in other movies and in other properties and stuff. But he's got a way of taking taking a line. You know, um, I have spoken for for instance, and that became a thing for a couple of couple of weeks last year, where people would say, were saying I have spoken. Um, so maybe this is a, a line that, that Favreau's trying to have catch on again. Wherever I go, he goes. Uh, Jaren is taking the child into an ice cave while he says that. Um, again, maybe this is that. It's, it's most likely that planet that we see him descending to uh, in the Razorcrest earlier in the trailer. And then we see Jaren entering the arena where those guards, are, there's, these guards are fighting. They're Gamorrean guards from Return of the Jedi. Um, we see Gore Koresh. He's, I, I, I don't remember what kind of alien they, they said he is. He's got one eye. He's a Cyclops, uh, race. And Gore Koresh says, so I've heard. And at that moment, 
we see bodyguards, I guess, draw weapons on Jaren. And the child, we see the child is with him at this point in the trailer. And he looks concerned. Jaren, of course, uh, has a <laughs> an ace up his sleeve. The whistling birds on his wrist guard. He activates them, I guess. They light up, and the child sees that, and we get one of the best looks from the child. He closes the pram real fast. It's like, uh, nope. (laughs) You know, one of those nope moments, and it's already been turned into a meme. I have already posted said clip um, to our uh, Twitter. Um, It's just fantastic. Uh, then we get a black screen and we hear the audio of the whistling birds going, going off and some fighting. When action resumes on screen, there's a brack that takes a vibro knife to the chest, falls down, and Jaren utters, this is the way. And we get the title card that says, you know, October 30th is when it starts streaming season two. So much to digest in just that short, short trailer. But there are things that we did not see. We didn't see Giancarlo Esposito, for example. Now, we know he's in the season two because we've heard him say such. Now, he might not be, might not play a very big uh, part. We didn't see Rosario Dawson. We saw Sasha Banks. Um, we didn't see Temerara Morrison, who is supposed to either be reprising his role as Jingo Fett, or maybe Captain Rex, or, you know, one of the other clones that, that did survive, um, you know, past its, its use, use by date, um, because most of the clones were, died off, killed off, uh, in, in battles, um, just... Over the years, they you know they were bred to mature quickly and die. Uh, but somebody like Captain Rex from Star Wars Rebels and the Clone Wars uh, survived and, and aged. And you know Temuera Morrison, who played Jango Fett in the prequels, uh, is an older man now. So he could play. Maybe he could be playing Boba Fett, his son, uh, who's played by a different actor. But you know now it makes sense. Um, you know, if, if Boba Fett is, is older now, he could be playing Boba Fett. He could be playing, um, he can't be playing Jango Fett because Jango got his head lopped off, of course. But uh, maybe he's playing a different character, a different clone or, or, or somebody else. It didn't, you know, they, they haven't told us too much, which is a good thing. They just told us that the actor is, is supposed to be reprising some kind of a role um, in 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 this new series, The Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, we didn't see Boba Fett, so we didn't see Boba Fett or Fennec Shand or even Cobb Vanth wearing Boba Fett's armor. Um, you know, those were all Season 1, Episode 5, little, not plot holes, but little plot drops that we might see later or we might never get an answer for. Uh, Fennec Shand was, was uh, killed by the other bounty hunter in, in um, the episode where... Uh, Din Djarin visits uh, Tatooine, um, but we don't see, we, we just don't see anything happen with that. So we maybe we'll never will, or maybe season two is just not the place for it. 
We don't see Planet Sorgan in this. We don't see some of the other places that he visited in Season 1. We don't see uh, the other characters um, that he did the job with in the prison transport. Uh, we, we have no resolution for them. We know we don't see any droids, to my knowledge, in this um, in in this trailer. Um, no new weapons for for him. We I mean we saw the whistling birds last season. We saw his him wear the jetpack and use it. Um, six planets, maybe six six different planets or six new planets. I, I don't know. We. We see a lot of planets, but we don't see too much that tells us exactly where these places are. There's no title card saying, you know, this is, uh, you know, Mandalore or or any just any planet. We don't we we don't know for sure until they told us. Remember, they didn't even tell us that the planet was Arvala Seven that he visited in Episode Two last season, season season one. We had to find that out later. We were like, "Is this? Wait, there was Jawas. So is this Tatooine?" And we found out later, no, the Jawas had traveled to Ar- Arvala Seven, is where the Mudhorn was. So um, we'll just have to wait and see, and we'll get that information, I guess, when they de- decide. That it's useful to us, so you know we'll we'll definitely be watching with the captions on, and and we'll be checking you know social media to see if John Favreau or one of the directors leaks a little bit of information. But uh, we don't know how much this season is going to tie into other properties like the Clone Wars, the Rebels series, the movies, the comics, more recent canon from some books, and the, you know it sounds like maybe there's some tie-ins to the video games with the music cues that we got. You know, with the throat music and stuff. Or maybe it'll bring some old canon back in a new way. So there's a lot that wasn't in this trailer. But what I did see, uh, I'm super excited about. This is the way. Which leaves us with, is there going to be another trailer? Uh, Will we get another trailer between mid-September and October 30th? I think we probably will i think this is probably considered trailer number one and uh we will get a season two trailer number two some point maybe a week or two out um just to get us more excited um there were two trailers a a teaser-ish trailer and then a season one um full trailer um had different music in it um different scenes different shots it did reuse a lot of this the same stuff but it also had some 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 new stuff, so I, I imagine that we'll see. Maybe in the next one, we'll start to see some of the other characters, like I said, that we that we missed in this one. Some of the other things that we we have been waiting for, like wait, where's Rosario Dawson? Where's uh, John Carlo Esposito? Where you know where is so and so? Where is you know? I I don't think he's if he goes back to Tatooine, I don't think he's gonna meet up. Um, with the mechanic, but maybe he does. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to go back to um, you know the cantina. Maybe he does, um, but we'll have to see. Um, uh, we, we don't have to talk about a lot of the plot leaks that may or may not be out there because one of the great things is. A lot of these things taken out of context don't mean anything, anyways. Um, you know, 
there were a couple of episodes in the middle that I thought of last season, season one, that could have been in any order. Um, so we don't know if there's going to be one overreaching arc for from season one to season or episode one to episode eight of season two, or maybe there's going to be like uh, some mini arcs um, and you know one through line, but a couple of little arcs or, or one off episodes to get us along the way. Um, maybe since season one episode episode eight ended with kind of a triumphant part where Din Djarin and the child are safe and, and they go off um, into the sunset by themselves. Maybe we see in season two, maybe the child gets kidnapped and that sets up a season three where he's got to go get him back or something along those lines. Um, maybe there will be, you know, we don't know. Maybe we're going to get a little drop in, uh, you know, some, some future stuff. Maybe we'll hear some things from the High Republic. I know they're developing some new movies or properties around the High Republic, which happened, uh, you know, almost a thousand years before uh, the prequel trilogy. Um, which at that point talked about a, you know, that was when young Yoda was there. Maybe we will see a little bit, you know, something here or there in this season two that gives us a clue about who the child is or where the child came from. Maybe that will, uh, maybe that's an inroad for the people who are writing this series and and keeping Star Wars alive. Maybe that's a way for them to explore um, something about Yoda. And I have always said, the less I know about Yoda's history, the better. But who knows? Maybe uh, there are some people out there that really um, have a great idea about his origins and, and what his species means to the Force. Um, but we we have a couple of weeks to wait for that. Um, at least it, this is mid-September, so we've got at least 30 days uh, plus a couple of weeks, and uh, the time cannot go fast enough. I'm so excited about this. And um, kind of like some of the other series have, have been doing, I think they're going to do one episode a week. Uh, I think they dropped Friday mornings last year in the fall. Uh, there were a couple of instances where uh, it didn't air, like it, I think it took a hiatus, or no, it did it air two in one week one time. Yeah, the first week it, it aired like on Tuesday and then Friday, and then later because of uh, episode nine, they... They had an episode released on a Tuesday instead of a Friday in anticipation that because Wednesday the, the movie was coming out. Um, and then we got that little uh, force healing tip-off in, um, in, in, uh, in The Mandalorian that we ended up seeing Ray use in Episode nine. So, uh, you know, there's no big movie coming out Star Wars-wise. Um, the, the Mandalorian... To me, is the show to watch, and I, I hope we can talk more about it. I hope uh, I can get our our co-hosts out of carbon freeze, and we can talk to them and see what they think about the new season coming up. Uh, but until then, I got to remind you that this is the way, and you can always reach us on uh, Twitter, on G- at, through Gmail at this is the way podcast at gmail and please, uh, we're doing this for for you guys um, because otherwise it's just me 
talking into a computer, which is what I'm doing. But uh, I, I definitely, I, I just want to share my excitement of this series with all of you. So this is the way, and we uh, also want to remind you that uh, may the force be with you, always. Thank you.